Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NTG Place Podcast. I'm your host, Corey. And with me today, like always, is James. How's it going, James? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I uh, played some more Brothers War this weekend. Uh, that was kind of cool. I opened some of the, the Jumpstart packs. I got the green and blue, or green, not green, green and black dudes and uh, beat Jake's blue-red deck that he opened. <laughs> nice. Then, Sounds uh, fun. And my wife Elizabeth played in the pre-release, so. Yep, yep. Well, pre, pre-release for Lady Planeswalkers. So it's like release weekend, but. Right. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> yeah, so before we get started here, um, I got a couple pod- or sponsors I want to plug. Uh, so first one up is Zencaster. So I guess there's an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio-quality audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It records each guest locally then uploads the crystal clear audio and video right into the suite so you have high-quality raw materials to work with. Uh, if you'd like to try it for yourself, you can get a 30% off code by using code zen.ai slash the NTG place. Uh, secondly, you can support us by using our TCG Player affiliate link, which is in every episode's show notes. It's also in our Discord. It's also on our website, ntgplace.net. All the information you need for anything is there. All of our podcasts are there, so if you forget something, need to know just go to mtgplace.net um one website to remember <clears throat> and then lastly you can support us on patreon uh which will help us very greatly uh as low as a dollar a month and uh if you sign up between now and the end of the year we'll send you some signed cards yeah we appreciate any form of support that you wish to give us um, and yeah, and the TCG affiliate link is great just because you're going to be buying cards anyway. You may as well use it. Like it's basically nothing extra for you. So just give us a little bonus. Right. Exactly. You just say, Hey, they sent us over here. Um, yeah. so today we're going to talk about the transformers cards. We're going to talk about all 15 in the set. Now you can get these in a, if you buy a bundle, which is like the, was it like 10 set boosters, yeah, eight set boosters, whatever. Like and you get you get uh, a Transformers card guaranteed with that. You can also open them in set boosters, the regular version of these in a set booster. Um, and then in, in the collector's boosters, you can open the regular version and the stained glass versions, which are like the fancy looking versions of them. Yep. And yeah, the full art is pretty cool. So you can see why people might want that. Yep. Um, and all these cards are double-sided. Um, so it'd be kind of cool if you had like the foil stained glass one because both sides would be the foil stained glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so James, why don't you uh, get started with the first one? All right. Um, so as always, we'll be going in the Wooburger order. Um, there aren't a ton of these, so we'll just kind of blast through them quick here. Uh, so first card we got is Prowl Stoic Strategist. Uh, it is three and a white for a three-three. You can also pay two and a white, which will, you, you can play it as the flip side. So I'll read that second. But so for this this side, uh, it's a legendary artifact creature that's a robot. Whenever Prowl attacks, exile up to one other target tapped creature or vehicle for as long as that card remains exiled, its owner may play it. Whenever a player plays a card exiled with Prowl, 
you draw a card and convert Prawl, which in this case, it basically means transform. I just use a different keyword. Yeah, it flips into the other side. Yeah. So then the other side, which is if you pay two and a white, uh, it is for Prawl Pursuit Vehicle, which is a 2-3 legendary artifact of a vehicle with living metal, which means as long as it's your turn, this vehicle is also a creature. Um, whenever another creature or vehicle enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Prowl. If this is the second time this ability has resolved this turn, convert Prowl. So then you would flip it back. So it goes back to the other side. So that's what's kind of cool about these Transformer cards is you can play them either side. So you can pay it for the main cost or the more than meets the eye cost, which is the converted side cost, basically. Um, so you can play it either way. Um, and then both... At least this card, I'm assuming most of them have the same thing, but when you do a certain effect, you can flip it back to the other side or flip it back to this side. So if you like the ability on the other side better, you can kind of try and force it to flip to uh, meet your needs there. Yeah, it's pretty, honestly, pretty interesting uh, uh, concept here. So it's pretty cool. This first one seems pretty cool. So it's like every time you attack, you're removing something from the game and then. Yeah. But they can still cast it. But then if they do, you draw a card and then flip this over to the vehicle yeah. side. Which, so. that, that seems pretty nice, honestly. And then for you to flip it back, all you have to do is play two creatures. Like, yep. you play two creatures, you get two plus one plus one counters and flip it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of good, right? Because then you're going to flip back. So, if you played as a 2-4, two 2-4 four, two four lifelink, right? And then, or whoops. Either way, play it as a 3 3, I mean. Play as a 3 3, and then you attack, exile something, they play something, you get back, and it's a 2 3 still. Or a 3 3 to a 2 3, so it loses a power, but then you're going to gain back, so it's mm-hmm. going to be a 5 5 when it comes back. That's kind of good. Yeah. Seems pretty good. All right, next up, we got Ratchet, the Field Medic. It's two and a white for a 2-4 lifelink. Whenever you gain life, you may convert Ratchet. When you do, return target artifact card with mana value less than or equal to the amount of life you gain this turn from your graveyard of the battlefield. And then it's more than meets the eye cost is one and a white, so two mana. And you can play it as the Rescue Racer, which is the vehicle version, which has living metals. So it's only a creature during your turn. So it's like automatically crewed on your turn. Um... And then it's a one forward lifelink, and whenever one or more non-token artifacts you control are put into a graveyard from the battlefield, convert it back. But this triggers only once each turn. All right. So you gain life, get an artifact back, equals the amount you lost. Bring, or get an artifact back to the battlefield tapped. Go back. If you somehow get another one back with a card in your hand or something, flip it back. And if you gain life again, you could do that again, but then you can't flip it back because you can only trigger the flip back. It's only once a turn. Vehicle the once a turn. One. Yeah. That seems really good, though, right? Like, it's just yeah. game life artifacts deck. Yeah, that's definitely very viable, very white, right? Yeah, it's kind um, of a cool card. Yeah. Both sides have lifelink, so it's interesting. All right. Uh, next up, we have Jetfire Ingenious Scientist. 
Uh, it is four and a blue for a three-four legendary artifact creature that's a robot with flying. Remove one or more plus one plus one counters from among artifacts you control. Target player adds that much waste. This mana can't be spent to cast non-artifact spells. And then convert Jetfire. Uh, and so then you can also play him for his more than meets the eye cast for three and a blue. For Jetfire Air Guardian is a three-four legendary artifact vehicle with living metal. Uh, with flying, and then you can just pay three blues to convert Jetfire, then adapt three. So that means you just put a bunch of plus one, plus one counters on it. Okay, so if you play it as the other side and adapt it, you're flipping it back into a a six, seven flyer? Mm -hmm. That's a big flyer. And then you can remove the counters to add mana, so you can keep so you can run, remove the three counters to add three ways for artifacts and then flip it back and then adapt it again because it has no counters. So you can keep adapting yeah. because it has to have no counters to do that, but you can just keep getting the three mana. Yeah. Which That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It seems good for blue. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's pretty awesome. I think he's pretty good. I yeah. think that's playable. Yeah, oh, I'd say so. It's an interesting concept. It's also interesting if you used one of these as your commander because you'd have to choose what side do I want to build it. Right, around. yeah. That it, these are all like that, too. Yeah, although this one I feel like synergizes the best so far with its front and back side. Yeah. Because it's There's just like, like a reason to use it, basically. Right, yeah, like it's a reason to keep flipping back and forth because it's like, okay, so you get one one counters to get a big flyer, but then I can find one, mm-hmm. I can spend those for more mana. So, right, you get the mana and all that good stuff. And it doesn't have to be this. If you just have artifacts that get counters anyway, you can remove counters from them for more mana. Right, yeah, this just ramp into like a giant, like ramp into a blight steel or something. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of ways to do that in Magic. All right, next up we got Blitzwing, the Cruel Tormentor. Uh, it's five and a black for a 6-5 legendary artifact creature robot. At the beginning of your end step, target opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost this turn. If no life was is lost this way, convert him. And then he has three and a black to play it for its converted side, which is Blitzwing, the Adaptive Assailant, 3-5 legendary artifact vehicle with living metal. The beginning of combat on your turn, choose flying or indestructible at random. Blitzwing gains that ability until end of turn. When it deals count damage to a player, convert it. Okay. So that's good for life loss deck, the front side, yeah. because yeah, like, oh, yeah. you lost three life, you lose three life again. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you don't make someone lose life, then you're gonna flip into either a two, either a three five flyer or indestructible guy that you're gonna swing with. Right. Flip it back. That seems awesome. Like Yeah, the front side is the best side for this guy. But yeah. you can play it for less too. Like so you could just on turn four jam this out and hope you can get in on turn five to flip it back so you don't have to pay the six mana to get him out. Exactly. Because all you have to do is deal combat damage to convert it. Right. So, and if it gets flying, it's going to be easy. That's really fucking if easy. If it gets indestructible, they're probably not going to block it either. Like, I mean, they could, but they're yeah. losing their dude. <laughs> yeah. The pro- unless they really need to block the damage, they're probably not going to block it. 
So yeah, that's interesting. That's a cool card. Seems cool. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Starscream Power Hungry. Uh, Starscream. Yeah, freaking Starscream. <laughs> uh, it's three and a black for a two-three legendary out of a creature robot um, with flying. Whenever you draw a card, if you're the monarch, target opponent loses two life. Whenever one or more creatures deal combat damage to you, convert Starscream. So then he has converted side is uh, for two and a black for uh, Starscream Seeker Leader, a 2-3 legendary artifact vehicle with living metal. Flying Menace Haste. Whenever Starscream deals damage combat damage to a player, if there is no monarch, that player becomes the monarch. Whenever you become the monarch, convert Starscream. Okay, I think the backside's better. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> like it's just a two, a, two, three. He was alone. Like it's three mana for a, a two, three flying menace haste, and then swing. You become the monarch. That's awesome. Yeah, and then obviously at the end step of the turn, you become the monarch. You're gonna immediately trigger the scar, star screen power hungry, which is they lose two life because mm-hmm. you drew a card. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, it's pretty sick, honestly. That's awesome. Um, that's probably one of the better cards I think that we've seen in this. Yeah, set. so far. Yeah, Starscream is awesome. I like Starscream as a he's, character too. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously he's one of the best characters. Definitely. Uh yeah, and his his magic card is awesome. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Slicer, Hired Muscle. It's four and a red for a three-four legendary artifact creature uh, with double strike and haste. Beginning of each opponent's upkeep, you may have that player gain control of Slicer until out of turn. If you do untap Slicer, goad it, and it can't be sacrificed this turn. If you don't do that, convert it. If it's convert is so the meet the more than meets the eye to play if it's convert size two and a red, or it's Slicer the high speed antagonist. It's a three-two living artifact, living metal artifact vehicle. With first strike and haste, and when it deals combat damage to a player, convert it at the end of combat. Okay, so he's okay. Like, he's so you could basically pass him around the table. Yeah, he's a three-four that can't attack you. Yeah, or be sacrificed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> which is nice, but yeah, interesting. Otherwise, he's like a 3-2 get in for some damage or yeah. a 3-4 double striker. So it's yeah. kind of like a 6-4. I don't know. He seems okay. If you have a goad deck, maybe, but I'm not a huge fan of goad in general. Yeah, goad's weird. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not a big fan of it. <clears throat> um, I mean, the stats are fine, I guess, but it's nothing like real special, I guess. Yeah. I've always... I've always thought like the the pass the buck kind of cards have always been kind of strange too, and there's a few cards that are like that in Magic. Right. Um, I never really know exactly how to think about those. So the interesting thing is this is on their upkeep, and then you get it back in a turn. So like in a commander game, yeah. right? Like okay, you get this, you get to swing at someone but me, and then I get it back, and then I get yeah. to give it to somebody else, and then I get it back. So you will always have it to block if you choose to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just weird because you're basically just tempting all your other players to not attack you. <laughs> yeah, which I but it's guess like good, in a, good in a same. go deck, man. 
Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Next up is Goldbug, Humanity's Ally. Uh, it is one white-blue for a 3-3 legendary artifact creature. Uh, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to attacking humans you control. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, convert Goldbug. So then you can uh, play the backside for just white, blue, or Azorius. Um, for a 1-3 living metal, uh, Goldbug Scrappy Scout, legendary artifact creature vehicle. Human spells you control can't be countered. Whenever Goldbug and at least one human attack, draw a card and convert Goldbug. So, so human synergy here with this one. Front side, humans. Yes, you're interesting. So yeah, human yeah. human synergy. So this would go in your human tribal deck. Yeah, definitely. Whenever in at least one human attack, draw a card on the backside. That's not bad. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And then the front side, prevent all combat damage to be dealt to attacking humans you control. That's really good. Yep. Except so, for blue-white humans, whereas I think the human deck right now is green-white. Okay. Yeah. So, so you'd have to play three-color three color yeah. humans. So it's interesting because it opens up your options. I mean, blue is a good color. That mm -hmm. It adds a lot of utility. So there's lots of support you can use with that. Um, so next up, we got Cyclonus the Saboteur. It's two blue and a black for a 2-5 legendary artifact creature robot with flying. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, it connives. Then if its power is five or greater, you convert it. So this is the first one we've seen where the more than meets the eye cost costs more than the front side. So it's yeah. five blue black for the back side. The backside is Cyclonus the Cybertronian Fighter. It's a legendary artifact vehicle with living metal and flying 5-5. Five, five. And when it deals comic damage to a player, convert it. If you do, there's an additional beginning phase after this phase, which is untap, upkeep, and draw. Interesting. So you swing, untap, upkeep, draw, and then get to attack again draw a discard like you get to connive mm -hmm. it's interesting eventually it's got a bunch of counters on it so it's going to keep flipping back and forth all the time right yeah it's like if you flip this the first time right like it's going to mm -hmm. be over five power so it's immediately going to flip back and forth in the same turn yeah so like once you flip this the first time you're going to swing or flip it and then the next turn you're going to swing convert it back swing it and then you know, and then the next turn, you so it's just gonna keep flipping every turn, just literally just flips back and forth like crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of cool though. Yeah, so you, get, you get extra untap and upkeep it draws, so it's kind of like you get two turns. Yeah, like it's like a, an extra like half turn. Is... Well, you get to untap though, so like it's basically a whole turn, like in within your turn, right? But 
I don't think you get it. You don't get a second combat, though. Is the only thing I don't think. No, that's the only thing. You don't get another combat. Yeah. But you could play. But you get basically shit. everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Which, sure. All right. <clears throat> Next up is Flame War Brash Veteran. Uh, it is one black red for a 3 2. Uh, sacrifice another artifact, put a plus one plus one counter on flame more and convert it activate only as a sorcery you can also pay one discard your hand put all exile cards with uh put all exile cards you own with intel counters on them into your hand uh so you can also play his black uh his back cost for uh uh rakdos just black red uh, for a 2-1 Living Metal, men, uh, for uh, Flame War Street Rise Operative, 2-1 uh, Living Metal, Menace Death Touch. Whenever Flame War deals combat damage to a player, exile that many cards from the top of your library face down, put an intel counter on each of them, convert Flame War. So that's interesting. So you basically, this one you want to play the backside first. Yeah, because I don't think you can convert it otherwise. Yeah, you can by sacking an artifact. Oh, oh, that's what it is. You sack an artifact. Okay. But, like, you want to get all those intel counters so that that discard your hand effect, when you have, like, no cards in your hand, you're just like, okay, I'll discard my zero cards or one card. Get every single card that I've drawn off of the, the bike. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good impulse draw thing. I think this works well in the um, what's the guy, the packed guy from D and D, the D and D set. Oh yeah, you uh, cast stuff from exile. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Prosper, that's his name, Prosper. So it's good in the Prosper deck, I think. Kind of fits mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah, for sure. All right, next up we got Blaster, the Combat DJ. It's three red-green for a 3-3 legendary artifact creature robot. Other non-token artifact creatures and vehicles you control have modular one. Ooh, okay. Whenever you put one or more 1-1 counters on Blaster, convert it. It converts into Blaster, the morale booster, which is like a giant boombox. Yeah, a huge boombox. Legendary artifact, modular three, and has... Pay X and tap it. Move X plus plus one counters from Blaster onto another target artifact. That artifact gains haste until end of turn. Blaster has no one one counters on it. Convert it. Activate only as a sorcery. Okay, that's really interesting. So it's just literally just an artifact. It's not even like a, a vehicle or a creature like the other ones have been. Yeah, so you put a one one counter on him. You flip him into an artifact. that is modular three, which is going to give you three counters plus whatever counter you put on it and then you're going to move that from the boom box onto something else to flip it back into this to give all your stuff modular again yeah that's crazy good this is yeah modular is just one of those things that's just really good yeah it's like because yeah. even if you just play like cause other artifact creatures so if you just play like a dopey one one that's going to enter with a one one counter and then when it dies you can put it on mm-hmm. this to flip this into a four counter artifact and give four counters or something right exactly but that seems good yeah very very good 
modular is uh, with the right um, deck, especially it can be very powerful. Um, so yeah, fun to see for sure. Next up, we have RC Sharpshooter. Uh, it is one red white for a two two. Um, first strike. Pay one, remove one or more plus one plus one counters from RC. It deals that much damage to target creature. Convert RC. And then the backside, uh, if you pay uh, red white or Boros, um, you can play the backside, which is RC Acrobatic Coop. That's a 2 2 vehicle with living metal. Whenever you cast a spell that targets one or more creatures or vehicles you control, put that many plus one plus one counters on RC, convert RC. So you're going to buff a creature to put that many one one counters on this. Mm hmm. So red, white, aggro, basically? Yeah. Like brute force and stuff? Just pump the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. And it just gets huge, basically. Well, if you could target all of your stuff, like if you're saying this is five target, oh no, yeah, five target creatures, mm-hmm. put five counters on it. But most of the time, you're going to target just one. Yeah. You're going to get one lone counter. And to flip this back, it'll be a 3 3 first strike that can ping for one. Mm-hmm. Which isn't bad. Yeah. Interesting concept. Interesting card. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Soundwave, the Sonic Spy. So Soundwave is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is one white, blue, black, so one in Esper, for a 5-4 legendary artifact creature. Whenever one or more creatures, tokens you control deal combat damage to a player, exile target instant or sorcery card with mana value equal to the damage dealt from their graveyard. Copy it. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. If you do, convert Soundwave, which the more the MCI for this is two of Esper, so... It's five mana, so it's actually more than the front side. More, yeah. Uh, for Soundwave Superior Captain, whenever you cast a spell with an odd mana value, convert Soundwave. If you do, create Ravage, a legendary 3-3 black robot artifact creature token with Menace and Death Touch. Whenever you cast a spell with an even mana value, convert Soundwave. If you do, create Laser Beak, a legendary 2-2 robot artifact creature token with Flying and Hexproof. Okay, so that's interesting. So, so makes, basically, it, it, you convert it no matter what. <laughs> play. And then it makes dudes. Yeah, so it makes tokens, and then when you hit with a token, you get to take something out of somebody's graveyard and copy that spell that's equal to the damage or less. So yeah. you hit them with the 3-3, three, three, you get a 3 or CMC or less spell for free. Hit them with the 2-2, two, two, right. you get a 2-2. Two, two. So this is basically like Esper tokens, right? Like, cause, and yeah, it's just as totally. any creature token. So you could make like an, I'll play like a, a giant like 8-8 token and swing at them with it and like, <laughs> copy the biggest spell that they have in the graveyard. 
<laughs> it's pretty good, honestly. The only downside is the tokens it makes are legendary. So, right. So you can't like do it a shit ton. Right. So you can't just you get do one it of each. Though. Yeah, you definitely want one of each, oh. and then swing with those. Yeah, it's menace, death touch, and then flying hex proof. Like, yeah, those are good keywords. I'm just. Even though they're, you know, they're not huge or two twos and three threes, but still, right. like, that's fine, you know. Seems pretty and good. And, like, in those, in Esper, like, you know, I guess he, there isn't really ways to pump stuff in Esper a whole lot, but I guess, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's token based, though, right? Right. Generally. Yeah, I mean, white is tokens. Yeah. Blue's got some, black's got some. Blocks got zombies. He's got like Drakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just a way to like add to the board. And it's. And it's, I mean, it's value because you're going to get something for free. So. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Next up, we got Ultra Magnus Tactician. Uh, it is four and Naya, which is red, green, white, for a seven-seven um, with Ward Two. Uh, whenever Ultra Magnus attacks, you may put an artifact creature card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. If you do, convert Ultra Magnus at end of combat. Uh, so then, there more more than meets the eye. Uh, cost is two and Naya, so that's. Uh, five total uh and that is for ultra magnus armored carrier which is a four seven vehicle with living metal and haste and it also has formidable which is whenever ultra magnus attacks attacking creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn if those creatures have total power eight or greater convert ultra magnus okay so the backside it's okay it's pretty good you can yeah. Basically, swing, flip it right away, so you only have to pay five mana instead of yeah, seven. which is nice. Yeah, but that front side, the ward two seven seven, and when it attacks, you put an artifact creature attacked and attacking. It's like okay, attack, blight steel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dark. Attack, dark steel claws. Attack, like whatever. But yeah, that's really good. Attack, play my mer battle sphere. But yeah, <laughs> it's like what. Any artifact creature in your hand tapped and attacking is very powerful. Yeah, it's like you get to see, and it's not even like until it turn. It's forever. It just stays in no, play. No, it stays in play. <laughs> it's very good. So it's like uh, very good card. Like, sure, you could just have dumbass mirrors in your hand or some shit, whatever, but most people are going to have good stuff. If you're playing artifacts, you're going to have good shit in your hand. Right. Usually. Like, be it light steel be it dark steel be it whatever you know like there's a ton of you know different big creatures that you can play uh and yeah that's quite the enabler <laughs> tons and tons. so next up we got the big bad megatron 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 tyrant uh three red white black so three in mardu for a seven five legendary artifact creature robot your opponents can't cast spells during combat. At the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you may convert Megatron. 
if you do at a waste for each one life your opponents lost this turn. And the more than meets the eye is one and Mardu, so four mana. For Megatron Destructive Force, it's a four five legendary artifact vehicle with a living metal. And when it attacks, you may sacrifice another artifact. When you do, Megatron deals damage equal to the sacrifice artifact's mana value to target creature. If excess damage will be dealt to that creature this way, instead, that damage is dealt to that creature's controller, and then you convert Megatron. Okay, that's pretty sick. So you sack off uh, an artifact, deal damage to a creature, and then it deals damage, excess damage, so it shoots him in the face with that, and then this flips mm-hmm. into the awesome Megatron Tyrant that can give yeah. you a bunch, bunch of life. And when you do that, whatever damage they took, you're going to add waste to your mana pool for all the life oh. they lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'll be your sick. combat main phase after that. Very sick. And then opponents not being able to cast spells during combat, also very good. Yeah, very annoying for the opponents. They can't, they can't play removal <laughs> yeah. in combat. Or just wipe your board or something. Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Megatron's good, which is, you know, not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very good card. And uh, last but certainly not least, we have Optimus himself. Uh, Optimus Prime Hero. Uh, which is three in Jess guys, so that's uh, blue, red, white, so six total for a four-eight legendary artifact creature. With at the beginning of each end step, bolster one, which is choose a creature with the least toughness among creatures in control and put a plus one plus one counter on it. When Optimus Prime dies, return it to the battlefield converted under its owner's control. That's really good, actually. Holy crap. All right, and then it's more than meets the eye. Uh, cost is two in Jeskai, um, and that is Optimus Prime Autobot Leader, uh, legendary artifact, 6-8 living metal trample. Whenever you attack, bolster two. The chosen creature gains trample until end of turn. When that creature deals combat damage to a player this, uh, to a player this turn, convert Optimus Prime. Yeah, so if the front side dies, it comes back to the back side. That's awesome. And then the back side buffs your creatures, gives them tr- your weakest creature, gives it trample. And then if you happen to be swinging with it that round, like it deals damage, you can flip it back to the front side, which will bolster at the end step again. And then if they happen to kill this, it comes back as the other side. So they have to kill it while it's on the other side to get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty powerful. Honestly. Or exile it, but that's still pretty powerful. Like yeah. so, removal—they need specific removal to get rid of it. Very, very specific removal. And honestly, a f- uh, six for a four-eight—that's pretty good. Yeah. Added well. Or you can put it the other side, and it's even better. Five for a six-eight yeah. trample. I know exactly. <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> oh, it's whenever you attack. So you don't even have to attack with Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. No, no, you it's just, just one with that something you else. Yeah, so you can play as the other side and attack with something, and bolt that you're going to end up bolstering. Try and get through to get Optimus out for one less mana if you want. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's good. Uh, yeah. So not surprising, Optimus is OP. Yeah. Shock there. <laughs> Uh, that's all of the, at least all of the rares and the mythics. That's all we went through. 
Um, yeah, and then at the end here, I'm just I'm putting up a picture for people at home with the stained glass or oh, shattered yeah. or shattered glass looks like. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, the shattered glass is sick. Yeah, the Optimus one is really fucking cool. Uh, the Megatron one is really fucking cool. Like, yeah, these are these are awesome. Like, alt- alternate arts. So, if you had to pick one, what what one is the is the best? The best, oh boy, Starscream is really fucking good. Optimus obviously is really fucking good. Um, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I think the Starscream, Optimus. I think that Ultra Magnus is pretty fucking good too. Ultra Magnus is like, sick. And yeah. Megatron, Soundwave. Yeah, there's definitely some really powerful cards in here. They definitely made a lot of the more popular guys better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Jet, even Jetfire is okay. Like Jetfire is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a pretty cool little set, huh? Yeah, mini set thing. It's basically you yeah. can only get them in. So like again, set boosters, collectors boosters, uh, or if you buy a bundle, you're guaranteed one that's not a shattered gra- glass version. Right. Shattered glass only comes in collectors, I think. Maybe you can get it in set, but it'd be uber rare. But I know for sure you can get them in collectors. <clears throat> and the set boosters, I know you can get the regular ones because I opened one. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I opened. It was either Ratchet or Prowl. I know it was Mono White. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, quite the quite the mini set here. Um, I guess this is the uh, upside of having uh, Hasbro uh, partnering with MTG is we get stuff like this. Um. Well, Hasbro, <laughs> yeah, Hasbro owns MTG, yeah. um, so they could, you know, make more reprint them pretty easily because they're always going to have the rights unless Hasbro decides to sell which is the coast um, right I think they're cool yeah I think so too I mean um, uh, I think they made it work even though it's a little weird to have Transformers in Magic but I mean they already did Walking Dead and that was the weirdest in my opinion yeah that was pretty same weird with, <laughs> same with, what was it uh, Stranger Things a little bit weird yeah. too like so Whatever they're going to be doing, Doctor Who. I think the coolest one will be Lord of the Rings when they do that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is going to be sick. That's very much like it fits like the Magic of the Gathering, like you know, like lore and everything. So yeah. it'll, I think that'll be a, actually a really good matchup. Strange, Strange Things is a little more weird, but I mean, it has the D and D background to it, so you know, it it worked, I guess. Um, right. The D and D set was sick, definitely. Yep. So, yeah, I can't wait to see some more of well, you know when we get more later on. Um, honestly, I mean, I wasn't really sure about this one, but it's cool, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it makes me be like, okay, well, if I get them, I want you know Optimus Prime, Megatron, like just just because <laughs> yeah. I like those characters, not necessarily like right. the card's good. I mean, the card is also good, but. Yeah, that helps too. <laughs> Especially the shattered glass Ospice probably. Like if I got the shattered glass ones, I'd probably just you know sleeve it or put it in a case or something just to like display piece. Yeah, it's a good more than play player. with it. Like if I got like the, the the original cheap one, I would just play with it. But mm-hmm. so yeah, the art they, they did a really good job on the art these cards and just like the flavor and like how they like function. Um, yeah, this is uh, I think a. I mean, pretty, now, if you pretty neat if, thing. If you do want to pick up singles, like right now, they're actually pretty cheap. Like 
this Optimus Prime we're showing is only twenty five bucks non foil, but the foil yeah. is going for three hundred to two thousand dollars. So <laughs> if you open the foil, uh, yeah, take care of it. <laughs> it might be worth some, like a lot more. Basically, all of these foil, if you get any of them from, yeah. If you get the shattered glass, any of the shattered glasses foiled, they're going for like three hundred bucks or more. It's kind of yeah, crazy. So that's uh, quite the uh, quite the payday. All right. Well, uh, All right. thanks everybody that's for good, listening. Huh? Yep. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Thanks for the support, and we'll see you later. <laughs>